Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. Well, hello everyone. I am so excited to welcome you back to another episode of Coffee and Questions, teaching real estate agents and loan officers how to do Instagram better. I have a very, very special guest this morning. Not only is he a very dear friend, my business coach, but he is also the CEO and founder of Whitley, which if you don't know this man, you need to know him. Go follow him on Instagram. Go look him up. Uh, he just did a crazy conference uh, talking about the metaverse and all kinds of awesome things. But this guy knows it all and knows everything about ads, Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine yards. So Grant, I am super excited to have you this morning. And if you want to let everybody know just a little bit about you so that if my audience doesn't know you, they can now. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. I am like you said, the founder CEO of Whitley. Whitley is an automated advertising platform for real estate agents. So we do a lot of advertising to help real estate agents uh, grow their business, generate leads, build their brand, convert more customers. And uh, we recently launched, as you've kind of alluded to, Whitley.io, which is our metaverse project. We are building a metaverse marketplace for virtual land. If somebody wants to buy and sell land in the metaverse and creating a metaverse real estate license so we can help real estate agents earn income in the metaverse so it's exciting what a crazy insane concept like 10 years ago if, if you would have said that people would have been like excuse me and yeah. now <laughs> look at what we're, we're talking about buying virtual land like what is even happening but i yes. just think it's it's pretty fun it's amazing where our world is going and I think this is a really pertinent conversation that we're about to have and i know a lot of my audience people have asked you know, advertising is changing, right? Facebook ads are changing. It feels like I can't keep up, right? There's just so many things that change daily. Um, I personally even have experienced that where, you know, I'll, I'll text you or call you and be like, what the is going on with my ads right now? And so it's just one of those things that is a very hot topic. And I have a lot of people, obviously, you know, in the Instagram power method course in my sphere, people who are learning and trying to do Instagram better. And yep. one of the number one questions is, Instagram ads. Are they better than Facebook? Are they different? Do we need to be doing them? Are they as relevant as Facebook ads? Do they convert all of the questions, right? So I think we can just start with what your thoughts are on Facebook ads versus Instagram ads. Are they different? And then we'll just let the con conversation kind of go from there. Yeah, I think it's a really great question. Um, Facebook and Instagram are both essentially powered by the same thing. Meta drives both of those, right? Meta being the new parent company of Facebook. Uh, and Instagram. The interesting thing is that the real difference between the two platforms, uh, because they both kind of operate the same from an advertising standpoint, is really the audience. It's not necessarily that there's a ton of little bitty nuances that make this one better or that one better, uh, because they literally both you know, are, are advertising campaigns that are ran from the same place using the same algorithms. There's just mildly different audiences marketing is messaging and the number one rule of marketing is you've got to know who your customer is you have to know where they are where they hang out what they like what they don't like and so if somebody is 
asking themselves, okay, is my audience or is my or my advertising campaigns going to perform better on Facebook or better on Instagram? Your ideal customer is typically the answer to that question. If you know without question that your ideal customer spends little to no time on Facebook and you are going to go all in on Instagram, well, then typically the answer to the question is yes, your Instagram ads will likely perform better uh, if you're uh, paying attention to who the, the type of lead or the type of customer that's coming in from that source is. Um, you may still get leads from Facebook, but they may not be your ideal type of customer. And that's a really, really important question to answer for yourself before you ever spend a single dollar on advertising. It doesn't really matter what the source is. They're both incredible platforms. We've ran ads on both platforms for the last near decade and gotten results uh, on both platforms that are very comparable. Typically, the, the answer to the question that you've asked is, who is your ideal customer? If you know who that is, you know where to go run ads. Instagram may not be the, 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 the place because maybe your, your, your client's hanging on Snapchat or LinkedIn or they're spending you know, most of their day on YouTube or they don't spend any time on social media whatsoever. They're at the country club golfing. I don't know. But this is a question that you must answer for yourself before you ever spend a dollar in advertising because your ideal, question, your ideal customer is typically the answer to the question that, that you're asking there. Yeah, such a good answer. And I think that that piggybacks off of or helps me piggyback into what I want to keep going with this. And one of the things that I've experienced, right, is with Instagram ads, a lot of the people that are seeing my ads are my ideal client, which are other agents, right, or, or other loan officers who might be interested in doing Instagram better. That's that's what we're talking about here. But talk to, if you can, talk to the real estate agent who is saying, well, I want more people to find me on Instagram. I want more people to know that I exist on Instagram. Where should I go? Right. Cause I, I did a webinar the other day and I had a gentleman ask, he says, you know, I, over the last year I've gotten 3,600 leads off of Facebook. Um, that's turned into over a hundred thousand dollars in gross commission earned. Um, you know, why would I do Instagram if, if Facebook is working so well for me? So that may be a twofold question. Um, but my response to him, and I'd love to hear your response, but my response was if you got 3,600 leads and a hundred thousand in gross commission, to me, that number seems real small for that number of leads. Um, so if you look at Instagram, if I were, and this is exactly what I said to him, if I got 3,600 new followers that were all real estate agents and loan officers directly off of an Instagram ad to my account, I guarantee you, I would make more than a hundred thousand dollars off that. Um, and that's. <laughs> That was my take on it. And I, so I said to him, the conversion seems better to me as a, as an Instagram user more heavily than Facebook. Um, but I think that still is a twofold question, right? So what would you say to that gentleman, for example, and then also the first half of that? I think it's a, it's a great perspective, right? When you're talking about, um, you know, I've gotten 3,600 leads, I've gotten done over six figures in business. The, the first question I would ask somebody in a situation like that is, are you sure some of that business didn't come from Instagram? Because when you're running ads uh, across Facebook's advertising platform, well, Instagram is automatically selected as a form of placement. So if you have an Instagram account linked to your ads manager, you're also running advertisements on Instagram. And attribution gets really difficult. It's a, it's a, it's a very, very big challenge for Facebook right now with the iOS updates and pending Google changes. And so... Uh, typically the question is, are you sure some of that business didn't also come from Instagram? Um, the, the conversion on Facebook leads has been uh, notoriously low because you're getting a lot of opportunity. You're getting what we like. What we've seen is one to three percent of the leads that you generate from Facebook are ready to convert. 
month one, that means that 97 to 99% of the leads that you generate from Facebook won't be ready for three months, six months, nine months, 12 months. And so it is uh, in most cases a longer term play when you're generating uh, leads from Facebook. That can be true for Instagram too. The differences that I've noticed when people are creating a lot of micro content on Instagram is that typically you're generating warmer opportunities that have taken the time to get to know you. You've built, uh, uh, you've built the no like trust factor and people are engaged with you. They're talking to you every day. They're interacting with your stories. They're watching your reels. They're commenting on your stuff and you're seeing more engagement. At least I am on Instagram compared to Facebook because of the way that we can interact on that platform. So it creates a warmer interaction. Now, whether you're generating leads on Facebook or you're generating leads on Instagram, because I would, I would argue that a lot of people are generating leads on both, your ability to create content, to create connection, to build relationship with those people will be determined by your ability to create what you do, Michelle, which is micro content, which is the content that gets put out there every single day really, really, really consistently because the leads that come into your business they're immediately trying to connect with you. Whether it is by you creating an experience for them to, to connect through forms of remarketing and retargeting, which is a lot of what we do, or it is them just going out there saying, oh, okay, I'm going to go check out Michelle. No Google. Instagram's weak. Like, no YouTube. Like, people are searching out real estate agents um, in, a, in a big, big way. The average lead is shared amongst nine other real estate professionals. So, if you're not building a relationship with somebody through content, we can look at our analytics and see that um, you're, you're absolutely missing the boat when it comes to converting leads, no matter where they come from. It, and, it, and it wouldn't matter if those leads came from Zillow, Google, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, or, or, or any of those other sources. Because if you're not creating connections through content and building uh, a relationship with the, the leads that are coming into your business, I mean, none of that matters. And so if we look at Facebook and then we compare it to Instagram, we see that people are so much more engaged and interactive on Instagram, which is where you can either create warm opportunities for yourself or you can take those colder leads that you're generating and turn them into warm prospects because they're able to connect and uh, communicate with you every day. Yeah, I. Uh, this is like a maybe a tangent that I'm about to go on, but when, one of the things about Facebook ads, right, is when someone sees your Facebook ad, they don't don't necessarily click on the profile of the person that's running the ad, right? The call to action button is like the main clickbait, right? So here's this roadmap, download it, right? But in the back of your mind, that person's most likely not clicking to go to your actual Facebook profile to learn about you or clicking your business page to learn about you, right? But on Instagram, to your point, when someone sees an ad, right? They can click on that account and then they see everything about you. They see all the stories you've posted. They see all the pictures that are on your feed. They see your highlights. They see your branding. They see all of these things and they're kind of sucked into the wormhole of this person. Um, yeah. And I think that the interface as a whole of Instagram encourages engagement exponentially more than Facebook does. Uh, and that's just something that I've experienced even in my own analytics. Like if you look at your business page analytics on Facebook versus your business page on Instagram, they're on totally different planets. Um, mm. So I think that that's, that's one big thing. Now, the next part to my question for you, and obviously as somebody who's very experienced in creating ads for people, my experience with Instagram ads is that they're very easy to develop. And meaning it's like four buttons that you click and then you're done. 
So can you talk to me and talk to everybody about individual posts boosting, whether that makes the most sense or whether it's let me promote my page as a whole. Um, and I, I have a differencing in opinion on some of that, right? Like if you're trying to promote an event, I would tell somebody to more so promote an individual piece of content um, or something that you're trying to get people to register for. Um, but if you're trying to do, you know, an overall, I'm just trying to get more people around what I'm doing and kind of build a, a, an organic audience, um, then I would say, you know, promote your page as a whole, but I'd love to see your take on the split. It, it absolutely depends on the goal. Um, you know, 100%. If you're just trying to get more brand exposure, sometimes clicking the, the, the boosted post button can oversimplify things. You have those same options on Facebook. The reason that we advocate for using the ads manager, well, the reason that we used to advocate for using the ads manager, because now our software just does this for people, uh, is because it gives you um, a greater opportunity to make sure that your ad dollars are being very, very, very strategically spent with Facebook, with um, Instagram, with these different types of platforms. Um, what I like to tell people is like, you get what you pay for. Like you, like you, Facebook is doing what you tell them to do. So if you want more page likes, well then that's all that they're going to try to optimize your ads to do. If you want more views, then that's all that they're going to try to optimize uh, your stuff to do. If you want more conversions, more leads, uh, that's what they're going to optimize your ads to do. So one of the things that you want to be very, very, uh, you know, particular or selective about is what you choose the advertising campaigns to do, selecting your objectives. Where a lot of people can fail using social media advertisements is they go click the boost post button expecting to get leads when in reality they're optimizing their advertisements for more brand exposure or more for more page engagement, not necessarily for more leads. So I think it's really important before you ever click the buy button to have your ads shown to anybody is understand what is going to happen and like what the your ultimate goal is from that ad spend. If you just want brand exposure and page engagement, click the boost button all day long. Facebook will show your ads to more people or Instagram will show your ads to more people that are likely to engage with it. But if you want leads to come from content that you're putting out there, you may have to analyze the ad objectives that you're choosing because if you're paying like you, Facebook uh, and by extension, Instagram, they, these are platforms that are going to give you what you pay for. So <laughs> be, be mindful of that before you ever go spend a dollar. There's a lot of things I think people, uh, Facebook and Instagram are really good platforms about getting money from people. They're businesses, right? That's just what they're really good at. And so when you put out a piece of content that maybe gets more engagement than others, and then you get a recommendation to promote it, these are all great things. But if you're thinking you're going to get leads, names, email addresses, phone numbers that you can add to the database, people that are interested in buying and selling, um, and you spend money to get brand exposure, you may be led to think that, well, Facebook advertising doesn't work or Instagram advertising doesn't work. That's not actually true. The reality is you don't know what you're doing and therefore you're not going to get the desired results. You've got to know who your customer is. You've got to know what type of marketing strategy it is that you're implementing so that you can actually get results that you can ultimately measure towards some form of success when it comes to generating buyers or sellers that will allow you to sell more houses. So I, don't, I hope that answers your question, but uh, certainly some things I would pay attention to if I was going to spend a dollar on, on any ad medium. Oh gosh, absolutely. And I, I, like I said, I just taught a webinar about Instagram ads. And one of the things that is interesting to me about it when I was doing the research on it 
is that when you go to choose or boost an individual piece of content or boost your page as a whole, it gives you four objectives to choose from, right? So profile visits, more website clicks, DM messages, or the new one, which is the lead capture form that's brand new. I mean, I, I just saw it for the first time, maybe about a month ago. Um, so it's kind of created the, I don't have to have a lead page or a lead magnet in my bio anymore. I can just create a lead form as an ad and that will do it for me. So it saves people a lot of money and a lot of time having to build all of those things to lead up to getting people to do that. Um, and I'm guilty of that, right? I have a lead magnet as the link in my bio um, on Instagram because that's what we had to do beforehand in order for us to capture leads off of, off of our account, um, aside from all the DM messages that we get naturally. But my, my question to you is when you're looking at that, right, maybe you can break the four down. And, and this might be a weird question, but I think you can do it. I know you can, I know you can probably uh, tie, tie this up, make it really easy for people to understand. But if you're looking at the four objectives, right, profile visits to me would be brand exposure as a whole, right? So when I, when I tell people about that, my choice is always profile visits as a whole, because, right, I know that my account is really well branded. I know that my content's really, really high value. I know that people are going to be able to see all different types of me, right? The personal side, the work side, the bit, all of the things. Um, so I know that my account as a whole is what I want to get somebody sucked into. Um, but there may be opportunities for more DM messages, right? There may be an opportunity to create a lead form ad. Um, there may be that I want website taps type of thing. So talk to me about how you would coach somebody through any of those four objectives and maybe a scenario as far as which each would make the most sense for. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, I go back to strategy um, without question. You need to understand what your goal is before you ever click the buy button on advertising campaigns. Cause if you don't, you're just spending and then you're like, well, I'm not getting an ROI like an idiot. And you, you didn't have any real objective with your ad dollars. So pay attention to what you're trying to accomplish. It's crucial to your success. Um, I did see the introduction of lead forms and in Instagram, which is awesome. One thing to really truly understand Facebook rolled out lead pages or lead forms uh, years ago now. And Everybody flocked to it. And what was interesting is we measure everything. So we started to notice that, well, everybody was going to lead pages. We were still using landing pages. And there was something that not a lot of people, I think, took into um, equation. Everybody just wanted to be first to use lead forms. But the reality is, is that the cost per lead was still like five to eight times more using a lead form than it was sending people back to a landing pages because the end user had not necessarily been trained yet on how to use lead forms. And so adoption is something that people don't always take into consideration and it works in phases. So what we realize is that, well, we were still getting much better results using landing pages because the Facebook user, the end user didn't really understand lead forms yet and how they worked. And it took almost a year before lead pages, uh, lead forms inside of Facebook started to outperform landing pages. And so what that means is it really took the end user, the person on the other end of the ad that you're trying to attract to your business, it took them some time to fully understand lead forms. Now we've had those in, in, in Facebook for a long time and maybe that adoption period will be less on Instagram, but it's something to always measure is what's my cost for lead using landing pages? What's my cost for lead using lead forms? And if you see a really distinct difference, 
let the data drive your decision making because it may not be time to switch to lead forms just yet. So that's just some uh, context or not even necessarily some context, but uh, what we pay attention to from a data standpoint when we are, we are making decisions. Uh, so it's just something to keep, uh, keep in mind. Know your goal. Real estate marketing, I think, is um, it's, it's, it's in such an interesting place right now because we're in such a unique market. It's not something anybody really has ever experienced. And what's fascinating is the, the principles of marketing are still true. It's not first speed to lead, it's speed to relationship. Those that are able to build relationships with people at scale are the ones that are having more success than others. If you're just out there cold generating leads, generating leads, and you're not doing anything to build a relationship with people, your, your conversion will suffer and your results will really kind of communicate to you that you need to make some changes or adjustments because what we're seeing is that the average conversion rate within our user base is one to three percent, but the average conversion rate with Facebook leads two years ago was 0.86 percent, and now it's even worse because of impacts to platforms like Facebook and Instagram when it comes to advertising. They've lost access to some key data points that can make their advertising a little less effective if you're not building a relationship with that person. So you've got to know: is my goal to build a relationship with this, you know, audience that I'm building first? Is my goal to generate leads from this audience first? What really is my objective? Because if you're just trying to get leads in your business, I would, I would advise you to use a little bit of a different strategy, and it really has nothing to do with your brand or business. It has to do with uh, the two things that buyers and sellers want more than anything. It's not more agents to talk to. It's not more loan officers to connect with. It's not more title reps to bore them to death. It's got nothing to do with anybody in the industry. It has to do with the desired uh, end result, which is a property or a home value at its core. Like if you look at real estate marketing over the last near few decades, the number one thing that a seller wants is to know how much home their home is worth. The number two thing that a seller wants is to know what other inventory is available on the market so that they can move. Okay. So if your desire is to generate leads, maybe put your brand aside for just a second and just put out lead generation campaigns that offer people things like homes list, market individual properties to generate listing leads, uh, or put out home value CMA type marketing campaigns. That's going to pull a ton of leads into your business and then go extremely heavy on content and remarketing so that you can build a relationship with those leads while they're being nurtured by your follow-up, by your database, by whatever types of automations that you have in place. Um, I think that's really important. Understand your strategy. I see both work. If you go build a brand first and then remarket the people that are connected to your brand with lead generation activities, which is kind of what you do, Michelle, you put out a lot of content and then the consistent call to action is click the link in my bio, right? So you've built a relationship with people first. When they feel comfortable enough with you, they'll go click the link in the bio and download your lead magnet. So it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing. If your goal is to build a brand, build a relationship so that you're not having to follow up with hundreds of leads a month just to find a few deals, if you would rather build a relationship with people and then uh, remarket those people with lead objectives so that they'll come into your business, you're going to get fewer opportunities, but the quality of the interactions that you have will be dramatically better. It depends on your goal. Where I see agents struggle is with that dirty word, consistency. Okay. If you're not consistently putting out content, if you're not consistently building a relationship with your audience, what people uh, end up doing is they say, well, I want to go build a brand. Okay, that's amazing. I want to help you build a brand. How much money do you have in the brand bank account? 
because this process takes time. It's not something that will happen overnight. It takes as much as three to six months to create a successful brand using platforms like Instagram uh, or Facebook. Uh, and if you don't have three to six months of runway with your marketing budget, you, what, what, what most agents do is they say, well, after two months, well, it's just really not working. I'm not getting much of an ROI and I think I'm going to move on to something else. No, the reality is we go back to maybe you just don't know what you're doing and you need to surround yourself with experts. Michelle, I think you're fantastic at what it is that you do with Instagram. Surround yourself with people that can coach and consult you. And hey, when you pay people to coach you on how to do something, maybe just shut up and listen to what they have to say and take action on the feedback and advice that they are giving you instead of thinking that you know better. This is so foolish. You would not let a first-time home buyer come to you and say, I think I know how to buy houses better than you're advising me here. No, because that wouldn't make any sense. You're the expert when it comes to real estate. Well, listen, hey, the same applies. Consider yourself a first-time marketer when you come to Instagram. Maybe you actually don't know what the hell you're doing, and you need to surround yourself with good people that can teach you and coach you. And when they give you advice, listen. Take action on what they're saying. Stop trying to control everything. Just submit to the process, and I promise your results are going to get a million times better. It's uh, something I think is really crucial. I've coached real estate agents now for the last near decade on how to build successful marketing and advertising campaigns. I've helped sell billions of dollars on of real estate. I'm not just some dude up here trying to talk down to anybody. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just, I've noticed some unique trends when it comes to real estate agents thinking that they may know more than the marketers they hire when it comes to growing their business. And it's really just not true. So you, you need a strategy. Align yourself with good coaches and consultants that can give you a good strategy and then get addicted to the process, not the result. Every agent I talk to sees the result. More houses sold, more buyers, more sellers. They're not paying any attention to the process to get there. Flip the mindset and get addicted to the process. Then the result becomes a byproduct of the action that you take. Yeah, and I got to I gotta throw this in there because for those of you guys listening, Grant and I have been, I don't know how long we've been in business, a year and a half going on two years, I think. I'm not exactly sure, but long time, right? Where you've been mentoring me on certain things. Um, and I'm sure that uh, hopefully on the Instagram side, I've influenced you in a positive direction. But what I've noticed, and I did a, recently did a video on this, and it's actually your words, Grant. So I stole your words right out of your mouth and said that, expectation is the root of all suffering. And the thing with this, right? And Grant, uh, for those of you guys listening, Grant has said this to me probably a hundred times in the last year. Uh, but where I'm going with that is Instagram, Facebook for that matter, more so Instagram just because of that's what I do. But when it comes to using Instagram, if you are trying to use Instagram as an instant gratification, all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I have 10 leads that I get to go sell houses to, you're, you're going to fail like 100%. Right. So if you call me and you say, I want to use Instagram because I think I can get leads really, really fast. And that's my ultimate goal. Please don't call me like forget my number. Right. Because like that's not what's going to happen. And that's not what you should be getting into it for. Um, and if you look at Instagram, if you look at Facebook, if you look at advertising as a long term play and then you look at the dollars and cents of what that advertising has done for you over the course of a year, that's where you get to say, man, imagine if I didn't do that. Imagine if I had chosen not to do that, right? Um, and I'm maybe a little bit of a unique case, but I've been in business for almost eight years. November will be, uh, November 9th will be eight years. Um, and I didn't start doing Facebook ads until 
when we started working together, Grant, right? So what year was that? 2019, 2020, something like that. Um, I think it was 2020. 2020. Um, and I had a really big reason for that, right? To me, it was more important to have people understand me on an organic level, come to me organically, really love me as a person as, and then ultimately put the Instagram power method and our, our colors and our brand and my face attached to all of that just on, on uh, rocket fuel, right? Or like pour some gasoline on it and let everybody find out about it. And so I went the organic route first because I knew that if I did that and then put money behind it on the advertising side, it would be a lot more effective. Um, yes. And there's a lot of people who I talk to and when Clubhouse was a big deal, I know you, you spend a lot of time on Clubhouse too. Um, there was a lot of people who would get in those chat rooms or the, you know, whatever they were, call rooms, um, and they would say, well, my Facebook ads, you know, they're converting it like four or 5%. That's super good for Facebook. And I would be sitting there kind of stalking that person, like and trying to go find them on Instagram or trying to go find them on Facebook, zero presence, right? Like one guy was like, well, I'm crushing it on Facebook ads. I got 6% conversion. Um, I got like four listings last month from Facebook ads and I went to his Instagram, literally like four posts and they were all pictures of his dog. And I'm just like, imagine if you had a presence there, imagine if you had videos uh, from you walking around your local coffee shops in your small town on YouTube, right? Imagine what that 6% could look like if somebody yep. had an opportunity to go down the wormhole and just be like, man, I love this guy or I love this yep. girl. Um, that's what we're talking about here, right? Is having a strategy, whether it's the lead on, as you mentioned, right? Grant going lead first and then focusing on brand or doing it the way I did where I chose to go brand first and then go advertising. Um, the point of the matter is that this is not a two, three month thing. This is like a, this is my career lifelong thing that I'm supposed to be spending time doing. Um, and it, if you go into it saying, I'm going to get so many messages and all these messages are going to turn into leads for me. Like you will be very upset because <laughs> it's just not the way that it works at all. Yeah. You know? I, I, I encourage people nonstop do it a year and then analyze the results. The real estate industry happens in 90 day phases. It does not happen in uh, one to two week phases. Even if you were the best in the world at whatever it was that you did, if it was cold calling, door knocking, Facebook ads, Instagram, uh, when you, if you got somebody on a contract, closed the deal today, you're still not getting paid for 60 to 90 days. Like this is just the way your industry works. So it is, it's, it's a very ineffective use of your time, attention, and energy to only try something for a couple of months where agents get so, uh, tripped up is that, um, operational activities demand a lot of their time and attention. And therefore they can't really think about revenue production activities or revenue generating activities like marketing, like advertising, like branding, like content. And these are without question, the most crucial components to building a very successful business. And so we, we want to consistently realign agents with um, being careful that they are not letting their life be dominated by operational activities, things that could be done by somebody you pay $15 an hour. Well, if you make $150 an hour, but you're the one doing all the operational activities, you could see how you're, you're losing money at a rate of 10x because you're, you're, you're focused on the wrong things. What you want to do is you want to shift. Stop trying to do all your transaction coordinating. Stop trying to do all of the, 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 the little, uh, little bitty tedious things that take up so much of your time and attention because you're busy and, 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 and sacrificing marketing, 
advertising, branding, sales, the things that are going to drive your business forward in a dramatic way. Your business happens in 90-day phases. So don't start something on Instagram. Don't start something on Facebook. Don't start something anywhere and say, oh, I'm going to do this for two, three months and see how it works. I'm going to tell you right now how it's going to work. You're going to waste money. You're going to waste time. You're going to waste energy. And at the end of the three months, you're going to say, well, that didn't really work. I'm going to go move on to something else. Commit to mastery. Commit to not adding anything new. Commit to not chasing after the shiny objects. Commit to whatever it is that you're enrolling in. And I hope it's the Instagram power method because I've seen how powerful uh, Michelle's course is and and the, the work that she does is. Commit to these things for a year, two years, and then analyze the results because I guarantee you, uh, your, your, um, the, the, the results you get from, from that type of action will be dramatically different and, uh, you'll feel amazing about the work that you put in, um, 100%. Yeah. And this ties into a lot of things, right. And I think a big conversation in, in conjunction with what we're talking about is the subliminal ROI that's involved in doing all of these things. So people typically will call us and say, and I know they call you, I'm sure the same way. And they say, well, what's my ROI on this campaign going to be? Or what's my ROI going to be on, uh, you know, the $42 I spend on an Instagram ad. And my response to all of them is subliminal ROI is honestly probably more powerful than any tangible ROI or direct DM could ever be. Right. And I, I was legitimately on a phone call for an hour and 10 minutes with a client this morning. Um, And this particular client said to me, it's all about a door. Like you don't know which door you're going to open that could lead to five, 10, 15 more doors that could be open for you after that individual door was opened. Um, And that's something that really resonated with me, right? Because a lot of the relationships that have grown my career have come from small individual people who have influenced decisions that I've made that have then, because I took their advice and because I took the things that they were saying to heart, then open to other doors for me, right? So it's it, the subliminal ROI, in my opinion, is 10x anything that a tangible direct message lead could ever be. Um, and for example, right, how did you and I meet Grant, right? We got connected by somebody else who I got connected to on Instagram. So this other individual and I got connected, him and I hit it off. He said, or I reached out to him and said, hey, I am at the place in my career where I can afford to do Facebook advertising. I think my, my brand is, is established enough to do that. Who should I call? He said, call Grant, right? So then you, you realize all of the other doors that have now been opened for myself and for other people that have experienced similar things because of those types of decisions. So I um, mean, just the, even the other day too, I had a client who bought my course after hearing me on a podcast who then was invited to be on that same podcast almost two years later, because he was on a Facebook live where I was helping people understand the power of the Instagram power method course. So I was interviewing my client and guess what? The guy who watched the interview that I was doing with my client was the guy who interviewed me on his podcast two years prior, which is how that guy got connected to me and became a client. So like talk about full circle, right? Where this person's now on that person's podcast. It's awesome. Like that's such a cool story. Um, and that's subliminal ROI. So that was my long winded way of saying guys that it's not just about how many DM leads am I getting? How many houses am I selling that I can directly attribute to a Facebook ad or to an Instagram ad? It's as you mentioned many minutes ago. Now it's how many conversations are you having that are turning into other opportunities that ultimately lead to revenue generating things happening. Right? So I don't know what your take is on subliminal ROI, but that, that's, I'm pretty passionate about it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I uh, I agree, and you know, in principle, with what it is that you're saying, I always tell people that um, you know, relationships have taken me farther in in life and in business than any Facebook ad I've ever ran. Uh, you know, Facebook has for me started a lot of those relationships, and by extension, Instagram. But um, at the end of the day, like if you want to be successful in this market, you're going to have to do a lot of very unscalable stuff, which means you need to orient your calendar, um, you know, in a, in such a way that you have time and attention that you can focus to a lot of, you know, what it is that you're teaching Michelle and, 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 and you know, DMing people and, and commenting on their stuff and interacting with them in stories and putting out reels. If you want to have success in a market like we're living in today, you have to do the unscalable work uh, nonstop. Like it's, it's that work that, that will completely transform, uh, your life. I was sitting on a stage, I think it was almost three, four years ago now. I think, I think probably closer to three. And somebody said, what is the number one thing an agent could do today that if I woke up in two years, they would be so grateful they did it. And my answer then, and it's probably the same answer that I have now is build a personal brand. And, um, the people that took that advice, I've watched them like are just so happy that they did because at the end of the day, when you can scale the way that you're able to build a relationship, which is what your brand does in a market and you become known for something, getting business is not that hard because when people go to think about real estate, they think about, they associate it with whatever your brand is. And that's really what you're after. I think to do that in this market, to do that today, like you're just going to have to focus on doing the unscalable work. But if you do it, it's going to take you to the next level and you're going to zoom out and wake up in a year or two years and your business will have exploded because you took the time to, to do what it is that, uh, you know, people like Michelle are coaching you to do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And I, I'm living proof of exactly what you just said, right? It's yeah. the slow play of just doing the right thing day in and day out. And, and that's where you can ultimately see yourself get to. And um, it's people like you have kept me in that mindset. And I think more people need to, to hear what you just said and, and really take it to heart um, and, yeah. and and know that it's it's hard, right? There are days where it's not fun and where it's it's not easy to do. Um, and there are days where you're just like, what the frick am I doing in my life right now? And you just have to understand that those are the days that get you closer to the ultimate goal that you might have for your career or for your company or whatever it is. Um, so to be a good steward of your time, Grant, I want to end our discussion on one specific question, which is going to be very one-on-one, but I want everyone to, to be able to walk away with this and be, and feel like it's very tangible for them. So to the person who is getting ready to start ads, they have a small budget, but they know that they're ready to roll and, and get going, which is a vast majority of the world of real estate right now. Um, what would you tell them? And maybe give them two or three, do this, do that, then do this. Um, and, and we'll walk away with that. That's a very, very good question. Um, you know, step number one, if you go buy a thousand marketing books all over the world, they're going to teach you. The very first thing that they'll teach you is to know who your customer is. So before you spend a dollar on anything, make sure you fully understand who your customer is uh, and where they're hanging out and what they're doing. And that, I think that's crucial to your success. Number two, know strategically um, how you are going to go about attracting people to your business. If you want to get a lot of leads because you want to build a big database, that's fine. You can spend money on advertising and you can start generating leads, but you have to understand that your ability to build a relationship and a connection with that audience will determine how profitable, how much of an ROI you will get on that source, on any source. 
And so if you decide, I don't actually want a lot of leads because if I get leads, I got to get a, a, a CRM. I got to put automations in place. I might have to get an ISA. I might have to get a sales manager. Um, and I don't want to do that. I'm okay with getting fewer opportunities with people that are just ready to go because they already know, like, and trust me. Well, maybe that means you want to build a brand first. Get committed to the strategy that you're going to deploy in your business. And then if you want to build a, a, a brand and then let people come to you because they know, like, and trust you, and, and it's basically like the equivalent to getting a warm referral, go all in on that strategy. Create content, create micro content stories, reels, uh, engage with the people that are interacting with your profile, open the door and let people get a, a behind the scenes look at who you are, what you do, and why you love to help people do it. Real estate is literally 95% personal. It's 5% five, uh, 5 business. At the end of the day, like, People can only spend so much time looking at houses. They can only spend so much time seeing how much their home is worth. The rest of that time is filled with connection. It's filled with people. It's filled with community. And so really just understand that. No matter what strategy it is that you decide to employ for yourself, you are going to have to build a relationship with your audience. And I think whatever you decide to do first will determine where you go to spend your money. And if you decide, I want to get leads first, understand that nobody cares about you. Uh, when it comes to generating leads, they care about the, the desired end result. There's a great book on marketing and advertising. It's called Breakthrough Advertising, written by Eugene Schwartz. You can get it on Amazon today. It's about $600. Uh, but what it will teach you is there are really only two things that you can leverage in advertising, and that is desire or necessity. Well, nobody desires initially to work with a real estate agent. Nobody feels like they need to initially work with a real estate agent or a mortgage person or a title rep. They desire property. They desire a house. They desire a home value. So lean into what it is that they desire and you'll be able to much more simplistically get a lot of names, email, and phone numbers in your database, but then you've still got to go back to building a relationship with those people. So if you want fewer opportunities, but you want higher engaged, higher intent opportunities that come to you, focus on building a relationship first, which means you're intentionalizing your ad dollars for brand building, DMs, page likes, those types of things. That will allow you to create connection. No matter which path you choose, you've got to commit to it consistently. And I would encourage you to commit for it for a very long time because uh, it's only in doing that where you get the results because of the nature of your business. Look, if you sold phones, like whatever, that's a one-time purchase. You may be able to, because Facebook and Instagram, from an advertising standpoint, both are disruptive forms of advertising. You may be able to disrupt somebody's attention enough with great enough messaging, great enough video content, great enough ad copy to get them to buy a digital product. But when it comes to helping somebody navigate the largest investment decision they will likely ever make in their life, don't be upset that it takes them a few weeks, maybe even a few months to decide who it is that they're going to entrust. Take that really seriously and go create connections with people. Do it consistently and do it for a long period of time and you will have a lot of success. Yeah, I I seriously love this conversation so much. And I think something... Uh, I'm over here like frantically taking notes because I'm like, oh my gosh, there's Instagram posts that I can make about all of this um, in my head, right? Of like how, how people can can understand this and learn more from it. But Grant, how can people get connected to you? And can you give us just kind of like maybe the top two or three places that they can go find you uh, right now after listening to this that can help them? Number one place. I only got one for you. Go to Instagram at lightgrantwise. Uh, follow me, DM me, uh, shoot me a question. I'd love to interact and engage with you. I love it so much. And guys, Grant is a master of so many things, uh, not just Facebook ads or Instagram ads. The guy just has everything completely figured out in, in so many ways. But um, I think he'll tell you just like anybody else that it takes time to get to that place. And it takes a lot of learning and, and 
uh, as he said, the Voldemort word of consistency. Nobody likes to hear it, but everybody knows that it's part of what they need to be doing in their careers. Um, and nobody likes to do it, right? Nobody wants to commit to the consistent thing. Um, and that's actually one of the things I would say that Grant's taught me to do the most is it's to figure out th that thing that makes me me and then be really good at doing it every single day. Um, and so I, I'm super excited and honored to have had you on this morning with me, Grant. And I'm so excited for people to be able to digest all of this. Um, they may have to listen to it two or three times to get everything that you gave. Um, Cause I know I did not take enough notes during that, but Grant, thank you for being you. Thanks for being on here with me. And for the, those of you guys who don't know Grant, go know him and we'll see you in, in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.